It's the Favorites Podcast presented by FanDuel. It's NFL playoff time, and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. I love betting with FanDuel because their app is safe, secure, and easy to use, and because they're offering exclusive offers, boosts, and more all month long. And when I win with FanDuel, I get paid fast. Plus, FanDuel is now live in Ohio. So use promo code favorites and download the FanDuel app today to start making every moment more. Must be 21 or older and in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, Virginia, and Ohio. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. Visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in New York. 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia. Welcome to The Favorites, the podcast from the Volume Podcast Network. I am Chad Millman, Chief Content Officer of the Action Network. It's Thursday before Super Bowl 57. We are so freaking close, folks, to finally kicking this game off, to finally seeing how our bets are going to play out. A season's worth of conversation coming to a close. I am joined, as always, by my BFF, my companion, my compadre, professional better, Simon Hunter. Hello, Simon. Chad, this is always so bittersweet. Three days away from the best game of the year, but the last game of the year. So this is like the the most fun week. I mean, it's just a week of never any hype, um, especially if you're a fan of said team in Super Bowl. It, it doesn't get much better. Um, but this is like the the worst part too. Like I know, I know I'm not gonna be able to sleep. I know guys too are betting a lot of money on it won't be able to sleep. Um, it's just a long three days until kickoff. So. Uh, we're getting there. Hopefully, this helps people get through the day. Uh, our picks, but yeah, Super Bowl, Super Bowl week. It's just so much info, so many things coming at people. Um, it's tough when it's over, but this week just flies by usually because it's just so much going on. I got to remind people: if you are listening to us in the volume feed and you are not uh, following the favorites in Apple Podcasts, if you are not doing what you need to do to follow us on Spotify. Now's the time, folks. (laughs) Now is the time. Follow the favorites feed in Apple Podcasts, in Spotify. Reminder, follow the favorites feed so you can be notified when the favorites is going live, when a new podcast is loaded. Joining us on the show for our Thursday Best Bets podcast, it's appropriate It's Brandon Anderson, who's a brilliant analyst at the Action Network, who has been doing multiple podcasts all season long. The Best Bets podcast that normally comes out on Fridays. It's out today, the Super Bowl Best Bets podcast. He also does a great podcast late Sunday into Monday about uh, wrapping up the weekend and the early bets he'll make. He'll do a column every week looking at the games that he will immediately bet. It's a brilliant column. It helps inform me as I do this podcast, informs a lot of people as they're making decisions. Brandon Anderson, 
saving the best for last, buddy. Oh, what's up, guys? Super Bowl week is one of my favorites because as a Vikings fan, you just get to sit back and have no rooting interest ever. I just get to watch the game. My team's never going to be in this thing. So just watch the game, make a little money, enjoy some football. And really, by the time the Super Bowl kicks off, like we're all stressed about our bets and everything, but the work is done. We just get to watch the game. Like there, there's no more analyzing and tracking and what are we learning here for the next game? This is it. We just get to enjoy some nachos and some some good food and enjoy the game. So, man, we're almost there. Well, you know what's interesting, the way you say that? The lines came out Sunday of the NFC title game, which is now 10, 11 days ago, and, or the NFC and AFC title games. And the Eagles were immediately one and a half point dogs. We've talked about this in the podcast. I bet the Eagles are plus one and a half. Then all of a sudden, the Chiefs were plus two and a half within 15 minutes. So I bet the Chiefs plus two and a half. <laughs> Simon and I have talked about it. He likes the over. I'm on the under. I bet the under. I didn't get a good number. I got it at 49 and a half. I thought it was going to, I thought it was going to come down, to be honest. It was at 50. It came down to 49 and a half. Um, but that's kind of been it. Like the lines haven't been moving crazy amounts. Simon and I talked about on the podcasts last week that he really liked the Eagles in the moment. We were waiting to get more info about Jalen Hurts. Um but there hasn't been a lot of reason to go heavy on one side or the other. So like every day I'm looking, cause like that work is kind of done. So now we're, even now the work is kind of done. I've kind of been tinkering with some props to bet every once in a while. You know, we did the podcast with Raybon and Kerner, listen to what Raybon and Stucky talked about on their podcast. Um, but like, there's not a ton of work to be doing right now. Simon, I want to start with you, like, especially you got one game for two weeks. You're used to 16 games over seven days. Yeah. I mean, this game was done, though, three weeks ago. That's what I mean. That's how much free time you have in the playoffs compared to the regular season. So I had this matchup done. I had the 49ers matchup done. I had the Bengals versus Eagles, all the different scenarios. Once I knew where the four final were, kind of started that. And then last week, I do a little bit of work for this, right? You'll update, you'll tinker. You're always kind of updating, tinkering your model, um, especially – when there's major injuries where there could be an injury to Mahomes, could be an injury to Hertz. Um, obviously that's a big deal to anyone that's doing a model, but to me, it's kind of futures. Like that's what this past week, I mean, a lot of pros just hearing what they like for futures for next year, what the rumors are, where do you think guys are going, where the value would be. I mean, yeah, this offseason season going to be mental. It really is like going my British friend saying it is going to be wild though, just because the Rogers to the jets thing feels pretty real. Like where they, the old saying where there's smoke, there's fire. And that's a big deal. That's a huge upgrade for a team that just needs a game manager. So um can tell you a lot of pros like the early market on the Jets and things like that. So that's what I mean. This offseason, that's what a lot of guys are talking about. That last week, yeah, we've talked Super Bowl, mean the like a bunch of guys, right? But everyone's thinking next year already. Because this kind of is just a party. If you're a pro, yeah, there's gonna be value. Guys will always find value. But I think anyone really can agree this is a pretty damn smart line and a pretty damn smart game where it's just you got two teams, both are the one seeds. We're all reaching for something to clutch onto that's negative about either team. Cause it's just like such well coached teams, just really good teams all season. No one could really argue against either of them being the one seeds all year. So it's one of those where I get what you're saying, or you're like, is there really that much value? And I would say there is, cause it's like I have a preference on a side in the total. Um, the question is, is my model going to keep being right? Like we talked last week, I 
I didn't know what the hell to do last week. I was just like the human in me wanted to take the 49ers and take the Bengals. And I told you, I'm just going to take the models projection. And the models had the Eagles winning, and had the Chiefs winning, covering the spread. So it's the same thing this week. I think the Eagles on paper and everything I've talked about, I just think they're the better team. I have them at minus three. How am I going to argue against anyone taking Mahomes as a dog? It's like I get exactly where they're coming from. That's what's so fun about the Super Bowl is everyone's got the same chances right now. As much as we want to say we have an edge and everything like that, it's still just one random-ass game at the end of the year where all, everyone's all banged up, and that's the best part of the Super Bowl. It's it's really just – it's the pinnacle of it. That's why we all love football. It's one game a week, decides so much of every season, and it all comes down to just not a seven-game series – like in these other sports, it's a one-game winner-take-all, and you become a legend for life. So it does, it just does not get much better, Chad. A legend for life. Brandon Anderson, <laughs> will you be a legend for life based <laughs> on what you say right now about this game? Man, I don't, I don't appreciate the future tense on that. That implies that I am not already a legend for life, Chad. Uh, <laughs> my point. favorite part of these two weeks is... I, you know, books put up hundreds, thousands of props for this game. And look, we already know, I agree with Simon. I, we already know before the, the line came out, you knew, you knew if you like the Eagles or the Chiefs, you knew if you're thinking over under, you've done your work on this game. But now we got props on will there be a scoregami and will there be an octopus in the game? We're like, what, 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 is, what are these things at home? And we got, over and unders, but every player and alternate props for like the guys down at the end of the roster. And will they make a catch? Will they play a snap? We got just so many extra props because this is the Super Bowl. And what I like, and you're not going to go big and win huge money on these, but of course the line is sharp. The actual game, of course, the over under the total is going to be sharp. Everyone in the world is playing those things, but you know what? They're not necessarily playing Will there be an octopus? Will there be some of these weird random long shots? And the further down the board you get, like that's where I live. That's where I kind of make my living. You guys know at Action Network is with these weird long shot bets and the niche bets. That you got to dig down the app when you log into FanDuel and you're like, okay, keep scrolling, keep scrolling. What's down here? So in Super Bowl week, you got more of those than ever. So I love when I see something new and I'm like, oh, I have no idea if there will be a touchback on the opening kickoff, but that looks like one that there could be an edge on. Let me do the work on it and let me research a thing that I haven't normally looked at and see if there's something there. And the, the I, fact of the matter is when there are hundreds of, of uh, props up, you're going to find an edge somewhere. Before you get to those, because I, I want us to get to the best bets. I thought your research leading into the last couple of weeks about the Eagles edge on the defensive line against the Chiefs offensive line and the Eagles edge on the offensive line against the Chiefs defense overall was really smart. Simon and I, I think it, it, it makes you think about the Eagles as the side, uh, but excuse me, Simon and I have been going back and forth on this over under. Every bit of research you said about the Eagles pass rush, the sack rate, the rush rate being number one in the league, Chiefs being mediocre makes me feel like this should be an under game. Are you on the over or are you on the under? I lean under. I don't have a strong play on the total, but uh, I'm with you. The, I think this game is one in the trenches. And if I'm on Philadelphia, then that has to be why, because they're going to win on both sides of the ball right there on the line. I think that's one of the more overlooked parts of the game. 
everyone knows to bet on Patrick Mahomes. He's Patrick Mahomes. That's not a tough analysis, and you can't really fault that analysis either. But I think coaching and offensive and defensive line play is where you can really get an edge that's overlooked a little bit. And I think if you like the Eagles, part of your analysis, at least a little bit of it, has to be, I think this Eagles pass rush can get to Mahomes a little bit. I think Philadelphia can slow down the the Chiefs from scoring. So for me, I think if I like the Eagles, which I do, then you have to go Eagles and under, or if it leans over, then I'm a little bit afraid for my Eagles position because I don't necessarily want Jalen Hurts matching Pat Mahomes score for score, and suddenly we've gotten over. I think if we go over, I start to get a little more worried for my Eagles position, and it feels more like under Eagles or over Chiefs. So uh, since I like the Eagles, I like the under. Yeah, all, all the line play stuff is just so overwhelmingly in favor of the Eagles that that for me, I know Simon, you said, I think you're the first favorites here right after this matchup was set. But, uh, I, we were in lockstep. The, the game is in the trenches. This is the best, deepest offensive line in the league for the Eagles. Are they going to be able to handle Chris Jones and be able to, to gash in the run game once they get going? And then the Eagles defensive line. 11.5% sack rate on pass plays. That is the best number the entire century in the NFL. The Eagles are further ahead of second place in sack rate than second place is from 29th. They basically have lapped the entire NFL, and the Chiefs only rank 16th in pass protection. They only had two games all year against a top eight pressure team. So there's been a lot of talk this week about, well, the Eagles are untested. Well, I think that that's fair. I think those points are all very fair, but I think the Chiefs maybe are a little more untested than we've given credit for as well. That O-line has struggled when they had a few tests here. Obviously, Mahomes has the ankle thing that is going to probably flare up the further the game goes. And then the Chiefs, they only faced four top 13 offenses by DVOA all season. The Eagles are certainly not. They're certainly near the top of the list there. So I think that you look at the run game, the Eagles chewing up long drives, that like 12-play, 78-yard, 8-minute drive, that leans under as well for me. So I think if you look at a total, I look under, but it's probably not my top play on the game. Simon, just respond. Let's get the conversation <laughs> one last time about the total out of the way, and then I want best bets from each of you, and I will give mine. Yeah, and I'll just give Brandon credit, like, we talked all the time. I'm, I give people exactly what I do. There's no secret to my method to my madness. I literally start with the offensive line, defensive line, and then I build my model up from there. And obviously quarterbacks thrown in there. He was all over this summer. He had the Eagles as his number one offensive line. I think he had Chiefs two or three, which was literally the same thing at the end of the year. So I had the offensive line, and I believed in both quarterbacks, made them the one seed. Because there's other things that trickle out from that, but obviously schedule plays into it. So it's one of those things coming in this year, the Chiefs actually – kind of didn't do as well as I thought they're going to do all season with that old line. So the pressure rate could be put on Mahomes a little bit because he holds onto the ball too much maybe as well. But looking at this total, there's a bunch of reasons why I like the over. But the biggest one is I think there's going to be a lot of short fields because of turnovers. I think the Eagles with that front line, they will be able to get to them. They will be able to turn over and vice versa. The Eagles, they're a kind of team that, yes, they've been smart with the ball. I think they're going to take more risk in this kind of match. We've seen teams in the Super Bowl – they take more risk, and especially when you're playing against a guy like Mahomes. You can't really play it safe. So I just see a lot of short fields in this game, and a lot of big plays with both sides of the ball where I know what people think. This Eagles defense is really good. So just looking at their couple of their big matchups, they played the Cowboys. Everyone remembers that Saturday game, Christmas Eve. 
their defense gave up 40 points. They lost 40 to 34. You could say that was a fluke touchdown at the end. Remember that really crazy play. So you could take that away, but still over 30 points in an indoor game. Uh, the next time they played Green Bay, um, they won 40 to 33. So their their defense gave up 33 points to Aaron Rodgers. Uh, you're just seeing a little bit of a trend here that when they play a good quarterback, even week one, I mean, I remember Chad remembers that the Detroit indoors put up 35 points. I know that was a long time ago, but there's a thing where they're indoors. It's different than when they're outdoors at home. And that's when the Eagles defense has been so dominant. So this was an outdoor game. I honestly would have been all over that under. I think that would have been skewed towards both teams being towards the under. We already talked to Andy Reid's history in the playoffs and the outdoor game. Uh, when his team was in it, he was 60% towards the under. But when he's indoors, it goes more towards the over, especially with Mahomes. So that's my big thing here, Chad, is I just see both he, both offenses being very risky and taking big swings. Where Eagles offense, I do think they'll be smart. They'll try to run the ball. If Mahomes goes up at any point, if he goes up 7 or 14 points, which historically in Super Bowls, you see big swings like that. Teams go on little runs and other teams bounce back, which that's another prop we can talk about during the prop show. Um, that's just something that happens in Super Bowl. So I'm an under guy. I mean, we talk all the time. I love taking under, especially when the value's there. I could easily flip if it hits 52 to the under, but right now I got a mile of 51 and a half. Still think there's value there, but we're crossing a bunch of key numbers right now. So if you could still in the, in some crazy book, find a 50, I'd grab it because all the legal books now are heading, heading towards 51 and at 51, 50 and a half. So it, it seems like when most people hear this, we'll be at 51 at that point. So I, it's it's tough for me to tell you get a shitty number because that is a key number. I'm hoping you grab that earlier and grab the over. But Chad's right. This is one of those where two quarters in, I might be feeling like an idiot because um, both these defenses have been playing so well in the playoffs. All right, Brandon. Uh, you mentioned that you're looking for edges deep, deep, deep into the books, into all these different <laughs> markets. Hard to find an edge on the total. Hard to find an edge on the side. Uh, where are you finding your edges? Let's start with your best one, your very best one. You've got one bet to make. You've got to make it. What are you making? Yeah, well, uh, obviously I like the Eagles here. I'm rocking my Carson Wentz jersey, North Dakota, born and bred. We we fell in love with the Eagles back in, in North Dakota when Carson came out. And what can I say? We draft Carson once and the Eagles are off to two Super Bowls in five years. Pretty easy cause and effect there. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the Eagles on this one. But I, I'm always looking. Okay, how can I how can I limit some of my outs by adding to the payout here? So here's how I'm going to play this. Give me the Eagles halftime plus full time. So I need to lead at the half. The tie will not do. But I'm going to lead at the half and win the game on the money line. Give me that at plus one sixty. I've seen it as high as plus one eighty out there. Eagles halftime full time. Right now, Philadelphia has 16 wins this season. Do you guys know in how many of those 16 wins have the Eagles led at halftime? Mm, uh, 14. I would say, I would, oh. 14 okay. is correct. 14 yeah. is right. They were tied with Houston <laughs> at the half. They trailed Indianapolis by one. Yeah. If you like the Eagles, what's the script? My script is this. You get out early. We know the Eagles have been so strong in the first half all year, second quarter especially. They pass to take the lead. They run to protect the lead. The best defense against Patrick Mahomes for all the pass rushing and all the number one DVOA pass D, the best defense 
is just keep them on the sideline. Keep them over there, run the football, run the clock out. So if I take the Eagles, I don't want a comeback script. I don't want the Eagles to be trailing, and now I need Jalen to out-duel Pat in the second half. No, thank you. Not saying it couldn't happen, but that's not the script I want. Give me the early lead, set the tone, then control the clock, run the ball, do what the Eagles have done and really bored us in the second half of these games in the playoffs so far because they've been so dominant. So if I get that at a plus 160, that's a 38% implied. The money line right now is coming out around a 55% implied. So I'm getting almost an extra 50% payout on the implied here just to lead at halftime. But I think that's the script where the Eagles win anyway. So really that's my main play on the game, not the Eagles side, but just give me Eagles halftime full-time. And I think that's a, a sharper way to play just back in the Eagles here straight up. Wow. Did not see Brandon going in with an Eagles leading and to win parlay at plus money as being his best bet. Feels ballsy. Feels, you know what it feels <laughs> like? It feels like the kind of bet in which legends are born. <laughs> Simon. Yeah, brother. Tell me, tell me where you're going with this. I love it. I mean, you know me. I, I talked about it all season. The Eagles first half was just free money. We just bet it all year. They're just one of those teams that just really well prepared. And what are they, 7-0 and uh, against playoff teams this year in the first half, technically? So one of those teams that they, they've played well against the best competition that they faced all year. Um, no doubt in my mind. Uh this game not only will be decided by coaching, but Andy Reid is an Eagles fan. All I can remember is Andy Reid's two-minute drills and those blunders. So you're giving me an Eagles team that they're our only hope is that the Chiefs blow it in that final two minutes of that first half. It gives you more confidence to take an Eagles first half. So I, I'm definitely with them. If you if you're going by game script, if the Eagles are down by a touchdown in that first half, that could be a big problem for them because that means exactly what Brandon was talking about. It means they're gonna have to be passing. Which if they go three and out, that's more time for Mahomes to get the ball. So you, you better hope as an Eagles backer, they got a lead here. So I, I like that a plus money, but you know me. Uh, if I'm going to make that bet, I'll just load up on the first half and load up on full game. I don't know if I'd parlay it, but I love it. I love plus numbers, so not going to lie. I'm definitely going to throw a little on that bet. That's a, that's a nice bet. What is your, as we head into the weekend, best bet? Is it still loading up on the Eagles? Um, I would say my best bet would be, yeah, that's hard to say. Cause right now, technically my most money I've had bet is the over. I wouldn't make that my best bet. That was just, that's just my biggest position as we sit here on Thursday. Um, yeah, I'll go best bet Eagles. I think that's just a great number. Whatever you can get it at, as long as you're under a field goal, it feels the same thing as this 49ers game where it's most likely going to come down to three. We saw the chiefs in that Bengals game. How much luck did the Chiefs need at the end of that game to get that field goal to cover that game? So it's one of those that feels like the same thing. Mahomes all year has had a team that's lacked in talent, and he just keeps them in every game. You can go through their entire schedule. The man doesn't get blown out. He just keeps games close. He's just such a fighter. So um, as we sit here on Thursday, Chad, I would say best bet, Eagles, full game. Football fans, FanDuel has the perfect way for everyone to get in on the Super Bowl 57 action with a no-sweat same-game parlay. That means everyone gets bonus bets back if your Super Bowl SGP doesn't hit. 
It doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or already have an account. Same game parlays let you continue all your favorite bets for a chance at a bigger payday. So start building your own or just bet a popular SGP already made for you in America's number one sportsbook for Super Bowl 57. My favorite SGP is the Chiefs, the under, and Jarek McKinnon, under total rushing yards. New to FanDuel? Sign up with promo code FAVORITES when you download the app. Either way, you'll get bonus bets back. If you're no sweat, same game parlay doesn't hit. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older and in select states, three plus legs, minimum $1 bet required. Refund issued as not withdrawable bonus bets expire seven days after receipt. Max bonus $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text Hope NY in New York. Tennessee red line is 1-800-889-9789, 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming, or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. I know this is crazy, and I hate doing it. I don't know how my best bet isn't the under. Like, <laughs> I cannot, I want to bet the over so bad, but I just feel like, Chad, you were sharp all season, riding along with the pros, and now you're going off reservation. On the I last know, game. and it seems it's <laughs> so weird for me because I know the pros are on the over. I know it no, because it's... I've seen the number move, and I know it's pros who are moving the number. You have talked about it like nonstop. But, but other pros are with you; they really disagree with it. So you you got you got you got smart guys on your side. Tell you that I much. just like it. Like it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, that if you believe in the Eagles that you don't believe in the under. And the it, this is such a matchup of, are you an Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes believer, or <laughs> are you a believer in the rest of the roster, right? And so if you're a believer in the rest of the roster, then yeah. you kind of have to believe that this is going to be an under. Because of what I said earlier about the pass rush, about how we believe the Eagles can win the game, what they historically like to do, because, because Simon, these are coaches who like to take risks when it comes to the red zone, as you just noted with Andy Reid in the two That's minutes. That's what scares me about the under, brother. You got really high variant coaches here. You got high variance, right? But you also got, they're at the 40-yard line or 35, and it's fourth and eight. <laughs> yeah. go for it yeah. instead of kicking a 53-yard field goal. That's true. Which is why I also like, you know, the the prop that Kerner has talked about so much is will both teams kick a field goal over 33 yards? I say no. Yeah, Eagles break this variance. The Eagles break the model too of they they've done so well in fourth down this year, they screw with my model just because of that where even even uh, the Chiefs, where I'm downgraded them just because they don't run the ball in the red zone. I mean, they're one of these teams that they get down there, 
they have that much confidence in my homes. They're taking that high of a risk. So um, that's another thing that's good towards your under. Not only are the Eagles due to have regression on fourth down because they've been so above board this year, Mahomes is due, is due for some red zone turnovers. Like not the Josh Allen level, right, where he was doing one a game, but, you know, something. He's got to give us one. So um, I know we're talking a little bit of props here. That's another prop I love. Uh, is the over in Mahomes interceptions. That's a that's a fun prop to do. Um, I think at most books it's minus one ten, minus one eleven. So if you're if you're an Eagles backer, you, you better be betting that interception because we need one of those to beat this Chiefs team. Brandon, give me one more best bet. My other best bet for you is a plus thirty one hundred, and it's a Super Bowl go. MVP. So you're not telling me the name. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right. Give me Devontae Smith, Super Bowl MVP, plus thirty one hundred. Wow. We gave this one out on the Action Network podcast. You mentioned that I'm on there twice a week. Heading into the Giants game, gave it out at plus 7,500. Heading into the Niners, plus 5,000. I still like it here. I like Devontae Smith. All right, I'll, I'll just I'll, I'll make the case here. So Devontae Smith has been slowly kind of taking over, at least coming equal to A.J. Brown. The numbers down the stretch. Last seven games before the Niners, you have to kind of throw that game out. That wasn't really even a football game, right? Like we... We didn't have a quarterback on one side. Before that game, last seven Devontae games, six and a half catches, 93 yards a game, five touchdowns in those seven games. The Chiefs are bottom five DVOA against wide receiver one. They also are very poor on the right side of the field. Defending the right side, they are 26th in DVOA, sixth on the left side. Devontae lines up predominantly on the right, A.J. Brown on the left. And so... Two of the last four Super Bowl MVPs are receivers. That's where the direction the NFL is heading. And I think, too, if you like the Chiefs, there's going to be a lot of talk of, well, just, just play the quarterback. Just play the quarterback to win MVP. That's your pick. I think with the Chiefs, great. I think Mahomes, the narrative there, so strong. I don't think Hurts wins MVP if it's the Eagles because the more Eagles stats you're looking at, like, if you look at Hertz's numbers, I project him somewhere around 190 passing yards in a score, 40 rushing in a score. Does that feel like MVP numbers to you? Like that doesn't pop to me. We don't see huge highlights. He has two passing touchdowns the last four games. He has 275 passing yards in the playoffs. And why? Because the Eagles are winning as a team. That's the whole cap with the Eagles is it's not about Hertz MVP. It's about the team thing. I think the better Hertz's numbers are the last chance the Eagles win the game. And we know you need a winner to win the MVP. So give me Devontae Smith, MVP, plus 3,100. That's an implied 3%. I make him closer to 8 or 9%. So that's triple the value here. I still got my tickets from earlier. I'm making it my best bet. That really is. That's how I play these. If I find a long shot I love, you just got to play and, and go for the ride. Dude, I bet it while you were talking on FanDuel, 31 to 1. <laughs> Uh, Simon, you got anything else you want to say before we hit the road for Super Bowl 57 that we haven't said in four podcasts previewing the game? <laughs> yeah, I would say it is one game, uh, a lot of randomness to it, but your friend Simon here has won nine straight. Don't listen to Chad. Do not take the Chiefs. Take the Eagles. Your boy's been I hot. didn't say, by the way, no, 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 no. <laughs> I didn't say take the Chiefs. I've Chad never likes said the Chiefs. The Chad likes the Chiefs. If Chad was him in the Eagles, he'd be all over the Eagles celebrating with me. He's hesitant. I don't trust him. He's giving me Chief vibes. Um, <laughs> for crazy MVP bets, I'm trying to think if I have any good ones. I mean, 
when I just looked at it, I thought there was a couple of big values of like random guys. Like Darius Slay is eight, eight, 80 to one. James Bradbury, who's just as good, who's the Eagles' other corner, he's sitting there at I think 150 to one, where I think they should be closer in value. Where you never heard of his name, probably Bradbury, because he's he's that good. He doesn't really give up that many yards. If he gets a couple of picks off Mahomes and the Eagles win a low scoring game, that that would be really good value to me. So, um, along as the MVP sides, I'd go crazy upside bets because. I feel like Brandon nailed it, where it's, it's kind of a quarterback award. Like, even if even if Hurts doesn't have that good of a game, I'd probably just give it to him because he's young, pretty damn good looking, and he's the Eagles head coach. I mean, the Eagles quarterback. It's like, this is what the NFL wants. They want these big brand teams to have a Super Bowl MVP winning quarterback. Um, so, yeah. I'm the other way, though. I think this is really going to be a shootout. So, everyone knows my position, end of the game. Uh, at this point, I guess I have to say Hurts uh, look good in practice because it's Thursday. Um, I don't know. I'm just feeling confident about them all week leading up to it. I do think the Chiefs are a really good team. I just think all year the NFC was better. People are just blinded by quarterback play. So to them, the AFC has all the quarterbacks. The public just think that's the better side. To me, the NFC had the better teams, the better constructed teams from ground up. That's why I just think the value is there. So Eagles and over, Chad. Uh, it, it is one of those where people got to check in Sunday morning for convince me to get our updates. But it's looking like Chad's on the Chiefs and the under, and I'm on the Eagles and the over. I would say uh, I'm definitely on the under. Yeah, but the Chiefs, I haven't, uh, I haven't yeah. really committed to. I'm, I'm kind of. I you know, know you, Chad. I know dude, you. I can tell, dude. I have not, honest <laughs> to God. I, what I'm really waiting for is I'm pretty evenly split at this point. Like, unless the game You're lands, guy. make the move. You know what you got to do. Unless the game lands. You know, Eagles win by one or two or <laughs> by one. That's not I'm kind of a wash on the side <laughs> right now. I'm kind of waiting to see what happens on Sunday. If the line moves in the direction of the Eagles and the Chiefs again, then I'll probably end up betting the Eagles and being much heavier on the Eagles. That's fair. At this point, I'm just waiting for the line to yeah. move because I, th- I think the public hasn't come in. But my sides are kind of a wash based on what I did, you know, right when the lines came out. I, I, I realized <laughs> yeah. after I did it, I kind of. Fucked myself, but whatever. I figured I would just wait for the lines to move and see my edge over the course of two weeks and have a good position to start. All right, before we get out of here, Brandon, give us one more for the road. All right. I'm going to give you just two fun bets, two fun ones. I know you love the anytime touchdown. Simon, I think you're going to bet this one. Give me the Philadelphia defense to score a touchdown. Plus 750. Simon, you talked about high variance and the turnovers. We have 56 Super Bowls so far. 21 defensive touchdowns in the Super Bowl. 37.5% 37.5% of, of touchdowns in the Super Bowl. We had at least one touchdown by defense in almost a third of the games. And 21 of those touchdowns, 20 of them scored by the winning team. So whoever you like in the Super Bowl, you should bet their defense to score an anytime touchdown. And it's going up to last 30 Super Bowls, 15 defensive touchdowns. That is one every two Super Bowls. We're getting this at plus 750. Is it because we got great defenses in the Super Bowl? Is it the extra week to, to prep on tendencies? Is it just, hey, this is it. Go for broke. Put it all out there. Whatever it is, I have to play that one. And then last one, the most fun bet you can make in the Super Bowl, exclusively at FanDuel, our sponsor, both Kelsey's to score a touchdown, 200 to 1, Look, Travis Kelsey, we already know about Travis. I don't need to make the case for that. Travis probably going to score his anytime touchdown as lowest of anything. Jason Kelsey. The whole story, 
Kelsey Bowl. We're going to see a mom wearing the split jersey down the middle. We, we're going to have the whole thing going. Here's why this actually has some legs. Jason Kelsey is center. Obviously, centers don't score a lot of touchdowns. They're guys snapping the ball. Back on October 5th on the Pat McAfee show, Nick Sirianni is on. He talked about how they're bringing, they had to give Jason Kelsey, his guy, a keg to bribe him back. They're talking about how nimble he is. Nick Sirianni, coach of the Eagles, says, hey, you know what? Maybe we need to report Jason Kelsey eligible, put him in the backfield, give him a couple carries, put him on a screen. That's out there. That's the thing that happened this year. Then January 11th, less than a month ago, on the New Heights podcast, which, by the way, is the Kelsey brothers, that's Travis and Jason's podcast, they're talking about that fun Chiefs circle play they did where they ran around the, the Arctic Circle snow globe left with the reindeer personnel. They're talking about it, and Travis is hyping it up, and, he, and Travis Kelsey says, quote, we're still waiting on that Jason Kelsey touchdown, man. I'm just saying, there's smoke out there. There's some smoke. It's 200 to 1. Five bucks gets you a thousand. This is not my best bet. This is not going broke here. But have a little fun. Get your money in. Get out with the big win. Listen, I'm thrilled that Brandon was our last guest of the entirety of the 2022-2023 NFL season. Brandon Anderson, thanks for joining me and Simon. For Simon Hunter, for Matt Mitchell, I am Chad Millman. Reminder, follow the Favorites feed. Follow the Favorites podcast. Like it on Apple Podcasts, follow it on Apple Podcasts, follow it on Spotify. It's the best way to get the podcast. And this has been the Favorites Podcast from the Volume Podcast Network. Download us from Apple Podcasts, from Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, rate, review, subscribe. Leave us five stars, say whatever you want. Until after the Super Bowl, when all the answers will be revealed and we'll know who was a genius, who was mush, <laughs> how right can we all really be? Talk of futures. It'll be a good Tuesday next week. We'll talk about futures, everything you need to know. Love you. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.